Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Here we go. Here we go. We are back. Doing a late night tune here. Spitting some game with Adamus Werkus, everybody. Give it up for him. Hello, hello, hello. I, uh, me and Raymond are trying to uh, work out a more uh, clear recording. Uh, honestly, uh, Raymond's board has been giving us some issues and it hasn't been recording properly for when we've been trying to do these episodes. So um, we are trying to, it costs a lot of money to buy this equipment. Raymond um, has been the sole investor in all of our equipment recently. I don't have the funds. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. The God's honest truth. Raymond's a sweet boy. He uh, has put all of his money into our lifelong dream of being two chubby brothers that have a podcast together. So um, <laughs> it's really a lot of money to just call an audible and be like, we need a new whole board. But like, that's kind of what's holding us back is the board has been having some issues that really are limiting us from having a good episode. So tonight we are having a flip cast. We are doing an episode with Adamus here, obviously. Adamus is a local comedian. We did the episode with him earlier this year. Um, we did our three episodes actually. Three. Yeah, man, that was fun. Did I, you guys cut out stuff? Because we had more. I know that there were like four and a half. While there was so much. Yeah, there was a lot. There was so much to go through. And Raymond, Raymond took the bet. Honestly, there was definitely more that could have been said, but like it, it, it went in a good order. It was yeah. three full episodes. Um, we got plenty of people that listen to the show that uh, are those types of people. People that are down to hear that the, the government generous. has been ripping us off the whole time. So. Yeah, <laughs> we had fun during that one. You know, um, you guys got to stop looking up pornography on the roadcaster. You got to jack off with different material. Yeah, I don't know. What <laughs> That's Raymond's why it's probably breaking. <laughs> I don't know if Raymond's making porn podcasts with him with himself in his his uh, apartment, but. Uh, yeah. The computer must have broken. I guess that's that's what happened. I don't really know what happened, man. I he he told me the other day. He's like, yeah, I just the computer doesn't recognize the board anymore, so I have no control over it. So right. That's above my pay grade. That just sounds like robots arguing with each other. So yeah. Um, <laughs> we're doing a live at me and Adamus here. We're gonna record this one. Um, I'm going to start just to give you guys a heads up. I have my Zoom recorder. Um, while me and Raymond are going to do live episodes together, I'm also going to start interviewing more people and going out and just talking to random people more. Um, may or may not be comedians, may or may be just people in my regular life. I talk to strangers a lot. I just had a conversation with a woman on the phone that I met at a gas station the other day. So, uh, Did your wife know about that? <laughs> yeah, I did. I told her about that. <laughs> I, uh, a, woman that a, a woman that was doing some philanthropy work that was like asking for some advice. Long story short, I helped a local charity golf outing get some possible sponsorships via a woman that just stopped me at a gas station i guess i look like the person to talk to about this i love that they're trying to raise money for golf it was for uh, a a veterans golf outing how much golf could they need take them to the gun range i have no yeah exactly but like it only worked out so great for chris kyle the the shooting dude the shooting might be the problem for some of these vets i uh, i would imagine that's part of the problem for them why they can't just go shoot guns (laughs) that's what chris kyle died yeah, a shooting range. He was, yeah, he, American, he was the um, American sniper. Yeah, he, he was he was helping somebody. He was instructing somebody, and somebody mm, had a meltdown. Helping right? is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> what, that, is that the wrong recant of it? Well, he took. Yeah, he was taking veterans out to the gun ranges to like help them feel normal. 
which yeah. a man who's not normal whatsoever, just a total insane person. Yeah, that guy. Do you have some cool information on Chris Kyle? <laughs> I would love some information on Chris Kyle because I love that movie. Bradley Cooper is a drop dead gorgeous man. Oh, he yeah. can play any character. You've seen him in every character from Wedding Crashers as the fucking uh, male chauvinistic, uh, the fiance. Mm hmm. Of the 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 female. That wedding crash. Oh wait, I, I'm thinking. I was like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, but Owen Wilson and Vince Vince Vaughn, but Owen Wilson's competition is Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah, I've not seen that one. I also am confusing with Shanghai Nights right now with Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Yeah, I uh, Bradley Cooper, King of All Kings. He played a Philly guy. He is a Philly guy. I, is he actually from Philly? Yeah, That's what I don't understand. He's from like, I didn't know if he just like played the guy from. He's Silver, like, um, like I didn't know if he played the guy from Silver Linings Playbook, and he's like, I'm from Philly now. Yeah, no, that's just, <laughs> that's why. Um, almost everyone he when he did uh, a Star Is Born, he picked like primarily like Philadelphia scenes and stuff like that. He's like he tries like I try to make everything very personal, and then like Dave yeah. Chappelle shows up as a guy named Noodles halfway through that. I don't fucking. <laughs> guy named noodles yeah so like but also if you want to see a real crazy bradley cooper watch a uh, midnight meat train that is one of the <laughs> what is that it is horrifying <laughs> he, oh god i think that's the technical name of it i don't know is, it a, is it a horror movie it's a horror movie where With bradley cooper yeah where he they pretty much imply that there are more than just the subway tunnels under new york and it is uh they <laughs> He stumbles upon a guy killing people on a train car. He annihilates everyone. And, uh, yeah, it's used it's to... a pretty to-the-point uh, name for a, for a movie, dude. Like, it is insane. The Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, The Midnight Meat Train from That's 2008. Ridiculous. It's a really early... Two th yeah. Oh, my God. It's Yeah, and it's by the guy who uh, wrote the Hellraiser series. And um, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what were we talking... Oh, but Bradley Cooper is like... Um, <laughs> He's the Swiss Army knife of character. He's a he's a Philadelphia guy, but he he's like uh, Kevin Bacon, like where his father is someone important in is the that, city. Is that what it is? Cooper? Yeah. Or like well, like <laughs> Kevin Bacon's dad designed yeah, I mean, all of downtown Co Philly. I'm just Cooper Hospital and the Cooper Network. That was in, maybe in, in I I don't know. It's also a pretty common name, but yeah. like yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Cooper will probably be in the Eagles box with the owner. Yeah, I know. I see that a lot. I just like I'm saying. That's I why. I literally didn't know if he just like did the part in Silver Linings Playbook and he was like, I'm a Philly guy now. That movie's dumb as shit. I know. He's just going crazy. Betting money on a dance. Like, it's a bet that no no person would ever take unless uh -huh. they're uh, Howard from uh, Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> or Robert De Niro. Or Robert, yeah, Robert <laughs> De Niro is the worst bookie, which is like true for a Philadelphia bookie. <laughs> like Robert De Niro in a Bill Berge jersey. <laughs> 66. Uh, fucking... Uh Wait, where were we coming from with Bradley Cooper? What the fuck? So oh, Chris Kyle. Kyle. Chris Kyle. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Chris Kyle. Um, do, do you know about, have you seen the ba the baby doll scene? Like the baby that he's holding in that scene is like clearly just a doll. It looks horrible. Mm-mm. Oh. I that, I, I've it. seen the movie. I just forget like like how it ended. I've not really seen American Sniper because I, I like Clint Eastwood, but like mm -hmm. that movie is insane. Um, like wrong? Kind, well, it's. So did you watch? For, um, to preface this before we go down the deep hole, deep hole, if you're an American chiming in and you haven't listened to us before, Adamus is a conspiracy theorist as well as a I'm Marxist. Not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I actually like. I take. I look at criminal conspiracy. These are conspiracies. He's very educated. I will put this out there. Like Adamus is probably one of the smartest people you will run into in a bar. That's dangerous. Um, yeah, I'm not conspiracy. Like I, I focus on things that are actual, like facts of these people uh -huh. and actual criminal things, um, like Chris Kyle. 
is a notorious liar. Mm-hmm. Lied constantly. Uh, that movie is also just like they made up that fake sniper against him that doesn't really exist. Because oh, yeah. like, you need an antagonist. The sniper battle is always like that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah. the the um, sniper battle is one of the most common movie scenes. Also, how can you hold up a guy like I like how they're like we're badass, we're brave, we're this, that, and the other. And then it's like I, like I kill a guy from over three miles away. It's like well, that's not very badass. That's kind of <laughs> I like the uh, the whole part where he walks in and his girl's cheating on him in the beginning. He's like, get out. She's like, you're not even a real cowboy. <laughs> it's like, it's the most like, like the God awful scene. Like him and his brother walk in from being uh, cowboys, literally from being at a, a bull riding event. Nice. And walks in on his, his fiance cheating on him. He's like, well, get out. She's like, you never loved me. I mean, probably, you're not even a real cowboy. If he could go to bed every night with his barrette 50 cow just laying next to him, he would be happy. You know how many people saw that scene and they were like, oh, damn right, I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Fuck you, woman. Get out. Get out. I, and he, he is a Texas guy, but it's easier to imagine him being in New, New Jersey. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> that exact scene. You know? Dude, that, that, that same accent happens in Jersey. You know that, right? You've heard of that South Jersey accent of the country scene of South Jersey? Yeah, because you guys are the Midwest. That's where I'm from. That's where we're from. I grew, yeah. up, I grew up picking tomatoes, doing fucking shit in the woods all day. I did that as a kid. Yeah, but also like... That's Ohio shit, too. Well, here's my theory. So we'll get back to America's, American Sniper. I, I gotta remember this. You know, Chris uh, Kyle. Chris. <laughs> no, no, no. My theory is that Jersey, aside from the shore, in Newark, in northern Jersey, like right, like that mm-hmm. area... So, like, so most of Jersey from Burlington down, almost ninety percent of Pennsylvania, except for Philly, maybe, is rural, and upstate New York are all fundamentally the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Like, there is actually really no difference to me from someone from Ohio as to that. Like, it's almost identical. You know how quickly you get into the mountains and Poconos, and people are like, "You guys want to have a fish fry?" Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, fish fry is just a cat. Yeah, but that's a Midwest thing, though. Like that's a that's a heavy uh, the, Midwest thing. Pan fish fry, like a, a crappy fish fry, or like pan. Dude, in Ohio and, and Michigan, that's a normal thing. People go catch a fuck ton of, of um, pan fish and, yeah. and crappie and bluegill, and they fry them up like in the hundreds and have oh, yeah. parties. Like it's oh, yeah. normal. You know that. Um, you know the fillet of fish from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know where that exists? Where? Because of Ohio, the most evil place on earth. Uh, the guy who created the filet of fish was a Cincinnati McDonald's owner because he had so many German Catholics and they wouldn't buy McDonald's on Friday because... Makes sense. Lent. Or, yeah, because they wouldn't buy it on Friday. They wouldn't buy it because of Lent. Of Lent. Yeah, every Friday they wouldn't buy it because of meat. They wouldn't eat meat on Fridays. Yeah. And so... My dad used to get filet of fishes on that's Fridays disgusting. during Lent. <laughs> it's disgusting. No joke. He did it to us multiple times. Not like did it to us, but I like I like filet of fishes. Have that's you ever had one? McDonald's fucking fish. God, no, I'm good. I've also just when I worked in a this ca- ecosystem has adapted. My body, <laughs> my body's a temple, a very special temple. I don't think adapted. I think given up. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Definitely working in the wind. But yeah, no, I think all of those areas are just fundamentally the Midwest. And like Philly's just kind of weird in mm-hmm. a little bit of a way. It's not. There's not even really a culture to Philly. Somewhat. It's just. See, if you notice, it's just you, less expensive New York. If you've gone, I've I have this viewpoint because I travel all over the East Coast and parts of the Midwest and everything. If you go to a city, anything that becomes metropolitan has the same similarities when it comes to the people, dialect, and language. Mm-hmm. Um, is you know consistent due to the areas, but most of them they adapt into having the same regional dictation that yeah. like uppity upper class language like nashville like dude 
Nashville, you meet people from one side of the, the city, and it's people like talking like this and this and that, and then it's people talking like this and that, and they're and transplants like, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a California accent. When, it's like when I was in college, there were so many people that moved to Nashville after they graduated because it was like, yeah, it's a decent enough city. But also the thing that make, I think that keeps a lot of like cities not Midwest styled mm-hmm. is that okay, so every Ohio city is Midwestified because they are just giant suburbs. Philadelphia is not a suburb city. Uh-huh. Like, like it doesn't have. It's its own metropolitan. It is an actual metropolitan area, and it yeah. also has public mass uh, mass public transportation, mm-hmm. which no Ohio city does. And you know what's funny? It's actually private. So yeah, SEPTA is a private organization. Kind, it's like yes, yeah, so it was the post office technically. It's yeah, like no. it's like no, it's a government. Yeah, but it's it's not like it's a government entity. It, SEPTA is a private organization. Yes. But I, yeah, I, yeah, it's one of those. It's like it's integral to the yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird because like. M dot um, M dot Metro North Metro and the like the NJ Transit are all government organizations. Yes, but they yeah, that's a weird. I could get so into weird. I could complain about uh, how that works. The railroad laws are crazy too. Yeah, like especially Pennsylvania, Jersey, Delaware, all the railroad laws. Because of good old Joe Biden. Crazy. Kind of. It literally is because of him. It sucks. He's a part of it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like literally, it has nothing nothing to do with this presidency. It's the litigation. Being the senator from Delaware, yeah, Yeah. senator from Delaware for over thirty plus years. He covered that. He covered that whole situation. Yeah, you know the you know the deal with the the the, Amtrak land and shit. Yeah, well, Delaware's crazy because it really shouldn't be a state. Yeah, it's it's a Dupont. It's it was it's um well its whole thing is you know the, the tax stuff like the so almost every credit card company insurance company is based out of Delaware, and if you are the senator of Delaware you are like in Fight Club yeah yeah and so it's like if you are the senator from Delaware like you represent specifically the credit card companies et cetera et cetera and you also represent Dupont the most evil fucking family mm-hmm. ever which by the way speaking of representing an evil family Joe Biden's son. Who used to be the governor of De- no attorney general of Delaware at the time, okay. and then uh, no Bo his the one who died of brain cancer. Oh yeah, that guy. And you know what? He was the good one, right? Uh, couldn't happen to a worse guy. He sucked. Yeah. No Hunter Biden rocks. Uh, I'll get into him. Uh, <laughs> is it just Hunter rocks too hard? He all he does is hang out with. Pro- well, okay, I'll explain the Bidens, <laughs> and then we gonna get back to the. Chris- I don't get it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bo Biden. Is like the son that like the it's the the wrong son died from the Dewey Cop ballad of Dewey yeah, Cop the wrong yeah. son died. Wrong Bo son. Bo Biden was like the prodigy of the family. He was gonna be governor of Delaware and wasn't he died. He, wasn't he a war veteran too? So okay, so this is the crazy thing. Speaking of Dupont's name, he helped get a Dupont family member out of going to jail for raping a baby. Which one? But uh, I don't know. There's so many of them. The Bidens did the, the boat when he was Attorney General of Delaware. Oh, that's what you're saying. He yeah. he refused. He like pretty much like refused to prosecute Dupont. But while he was serving, he was the Attorney General of Delaware while he was serving in Afghanistan. There's this whole crazy procedure they did for him to do that. It's insane. What was he serving in Afghanistan as? Like a sergeant? Like what was he serving? He was some sort of officer bullshit. I mean, he had a, he what was he was fuck? still a lawyer at that time. Yeah, he. Was, I mean, he was supposed to be the next guy to be like president. Like, he was supposed to be the next. Guy. He was being groomed for presidency. And, uh, yeah, then got like, you would have st- think they would have used their magic and fixed his cancer. You know yeah. what I mean? So he got, well, he got like stage four brain cancer, like the kind that like you just can't, one of those ones where it's just like, it just kind of happens. And, um, now if they took Hunter's brain and they put it in bows, what do you think would have happened? Well, so, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Bo dies, right? Yeah. And then Hunter 
whose life has already been falling apart forever. He's George W. Bush. Mm, no, George W. Bush has his shit even more together than Hunter Biden does. Really? So, George W. Bush was like a, a degenerate alcoholic, wasn't he? He wasn't a degenerate. Like he, was a just, he was just alcoholic. a fuck. He wasn't supposed to be, he was not the leader of the family. He's not even the oldest kid and neither is Jeb. There's like one above them. But anyways, Bo dies and Hunter starts fucking his wife. That's wrong. That's <laughs> he a, starts fucking his sister-in-law. Like a, and then they get the blessing of Joe and Jill to start dating. And he then started... You ever seen the movie with Tobey Maguire, brother? No. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> they start fucking, and then he so ruins her life entirely, and like is, and then leaves her to go go on this total derailment that he has right now, yeah. where he's you know fucking when he's got like six kids now, and then he's sent to the Ukraine, and then he's sent to Bo Biden. I mean Hunter Biden is like not a demon. What does he operate as? So he's a lawyer, and but so what, like what is like the. There was hearings where he was, like, a big subject of everything, correct? Yeah, and, like, it is, like, basic corruption, but, like, mm -hmm. on the way that... So, like, almost every political family, if you're a smart political family, you have someone in your family that's designated as your bag man. And so Hunter Biden, when he served on, like, the head of that Ukrainian oil company, Burisma, that... Actually, a good way to compare it. Do you know the, movie, the show Yellowstone? I have not watched Yellowstone. Well, I was going to say the, the one brother is, like, the lawyer for the family. I was going to well, compare him. He's not the bad, like, not that type. Of, he's a lawyer, though, as well. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and he doesn't, um, he, he pretty much, like, pays for all of Joe Biden's bills. Joe Biden doesn't see a bill, doesn't see anything. He gets the payments, and it's supposed to go he's to He's, like, a, the treasurer of the Biden family. Yeah, he's managing the, the funds and all that stuff. And, and so uh, because he's that guy, he's like, I'm going to do a little crack, guys. I'm going to do a little crack. Well, no, he's just, me, he's just miserable. You guys make me do all the money? <laughs> you guys don't look at the money? This is like the mom that gets made. Like, I, I can yo, I can understand women because, like, a lot of times, and this sounds stupid, <laughs> men, and I'm not speaking from, it's not me, I'm not talking about me right now, but, like, some men, when they get in a relationship, they stop looking at their money, they get a bank account, and they go, lady, stay in charge of this, and if we're fucked up, I'm going to yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that's that's literally my mom, what my mom. That's how my family's relationship operated. <laughs> my mom is in charge of the money and always has been. She mm -hmm. is the best. Yeah, my girl's in charge of our money. <laughs> yeah. I, she's way better than me at money. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, I'm responsible um, for all mine. And I, terrible the, the one thing you have to be cognizant of is the stress that that is. So like, I can imagine Hunter's like, you know, what, guys, why can't I just do a little crack this weekend? Well, he was always doing that. He's always been awful. But guys, like, let me just rip my Bucati. On crack. Do you know, like, there or like, well, do you know, like, when Biden was elected senator, he was the youngest senator ever elected. Joe Biden, or? Yeah, at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, his wife died. In, like, the 1950s, right? Six, yeah. <laughs> his his wife died in a car accident with yeah. their brand new no newborn, and then Hunter and Bo, and Bo were in the car with her. And so, like, from day one... By like, the way, which is like the beginning to the Austin Powers movies. It's fucking Dr. Oh, yeah. Evil. And Austin Powers survived a car accident crash where the mother and father burned to death. I will <laughs> traffic this million dollars. It's fucking crazy. For one million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, fuck. Okay, yeah. Well, they, well, Bo Biden was also bald, so I guess he was Dr. Evil. <laughs> but no, the car, the, his, his, his younger sister and his mother died in a car accident. And then, like, that fucked him up, and then he was just pretty much sent off to live with an older relative while Joe Biden was senator, and then he got a new mom out of nowhere that he doesn't really fucking know, and they don't like each other, and then, uh, yeah, and then also he has a giant tattoo with the finger lakes on his back. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, and then all he, so all he does now is, like, if he's in the U.S., he's pretty much in L.A. all the time, 
and he hangs out with comics. He just he's like a That's hanger. What Hunter Biden does. He's a hanger on of the L.A. comedy scene, or he's in like Europe. Should that be our goal? Yeah. Well, I joke with people. I'm like, you can pretty much just claim you met Hunter Biden where we live, like Delaware borders, where you live in Aston. You could claim it literally any day. It's like I think I ran into Hunter Biden the other day. You know. I don't know why I haven't familiarized myself with what he looks like. I should like. I've heard he looks like a, a spy. <laughs> he looks like uh, Donald Trump Jr. Like that kind of look. Like he's got that darker look. The he doesn't have the blonde. Like he's got jet black hair. He's styled looking. He looks also like it's like a mix. Like or like how Steve Carell looked in the first season I've of The Office. I've seen pictures of him. He's like a. It's almost a. I wouldn't call him Duchovny. Well, I've seen his cock. Yeah, because he's got that all over the internet, right? Yeah, you can find his laptop wasn't got he, leaked. Wasn't he doing some crazy shit with his dick too? Well, so yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I've got two great Joe shit. Biden uh, relatives uh, cock story. First off, Joe Biden packing heat. Uh, there's just no doubt. Like really? I'm, I now know why he fell off that bike. <laughs> uh, Hunter, got in the way. <laughs> Hunter Biden had, has a photo and like was presented on the floor of Congress uh, where he has M&Ms like, or Skittles like on his penis. And he's got like eight of them. Not like right next to each other. There's a big amount of space between each one. That's funny. Shit. It's insane. He's got. I took this for actually uh, reference points. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bo uh, Joe Biden's brother, his younger brother. Um, which, by the way, his older brother was his bag man for a long time. On like that's like the classic Carter Bushes, like anyone, any family member that or uh, Ray Clinton, no, whatever, one of the Clinton, the Clinton, uh, brother, Roger Clinton, something like that. Yeah, isn't that what it was? And then Hillary Clinton's brother owns a gold mine in fucking Haiti. <laughs> Not surprised at that. <laughs> Insane. Uh, but anyways, um, he would uh, fuck. What was I saying? <laughs> oh no. I lost my train. Bo is um Bo and the brothers. Oh, the Hunter. Bagman. Sorry, Hunter. Yeah. Fuck. We were talking about what he looked like and then we got into a tangent. Yeah. Fuck. So the Bidens, dude. That's like what's Oh, his penis. <laughs> yeah. They got big you got two instances well, of, his brother, of Biden penises. His brother, Joe Biden's brother, has is like his younger brother is shredded and looks kinda like Joe Biden mixed with Jeffrey Epstein. And <laughs> like young? He's not really that much younger. I mean, he's probably in his seventies as well. I mean, but uh, but shredded. He's yoked and has literally what looks like a child's arm. Is it Tony, just is hang it Tony Biden? Like, what's his name? Uh, I don't know what. Oh, uh, Rocco. You talking about Rocco Biden? <laughs> <laughs> he's probably got some dope name. He's probably called Baracko, Baracko, Baracko Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Barack, you're the brother I always want. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I love that. I know exactly what meme you're talking about. It's like pictures of Biden leaning and talking to Barack. It's like you're the brother I always wanted. It's like stop whispering my ear, Joe. <laughs> you ever notice how cranberries don't have any crayon in them? They're just berries. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just something stupid. Yeah, but so yeah, the Bidens are insane. It's it, you actually somewhat like reading Hunter's stuff. You kind of feel bad for him because mm -hmm. like his just life is just hell. Like he's just vibing. Well, he's a prisoner of his father's. Uh -huh. Like and he's a paparazzi prisoner too. Not even well, yeah, kind of. Now he is, but even before, like he's just miserable. Like his, he is there to just facilitate all the black, like all the back market deals of mm -hmm. Biden's family, and uh, then also um, Jeff Schoenberg. You met Jeff Schoenberg? I know who that is. Older guy, dresses super well, very nice, uh, really good comic. He um, he's always at JJ's. He, yeah, he, yeah, he comes yeah, to karaoke yeah, with us. He always, yeah, yes, he yes. does. He's Mister Wiki Wiki Wow Wow Wow. Yes, yes, he's the fucking desperado. Jeff is the man. Jeff, if you ever find this, shout out to you. Um, he is from Delaware, mm -hmm. and his family owns a funeral home business, Jewish funeral home business, of course. whatever the fuck that is. And he explained that stuff to me one day, and that was nuts. But he um, 
he used to ha- he's the same age as uh joe biden's youngest daughter who's the same age who who's uh his daughter with jill biden ashley like biden. sapphire biden sapphic <laughs> <laughs> sapphic bisexual biden. can i actually tell you something funny today i saw so today um i had to take the baby to the doctors with my girl um because he was getting his shots he was yes he's getting one more flu shot all right okay um, yeah, be careful. That's the one that makes you autistic. I know. I get so worried. I'm <laughs> Go like, on. He's gonna be so artistic. Um, <laughs> fucking dude, my my nurse's name was Diamond. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, wow, white lady, black lady. No uh, way. Yeah, and I, <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's racist to say. In my head, I'm like, man, you couldn't not have a stripper name, <laughs> like. Like, she, oh, next, coming to put a needle in my baby, Mercedes. Stripper, the stripper to nurse pipeline is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cr- it's crazy how close they are. Yeah. They are one and the same. Uh, you met Ty. Ty's girlfriend is a stripper to lawyer pipeline. Believe it. Yeah, that's another one, yeah. Um, well, it's funny, because like, I used to work at uh, Z-Bar in Philly, and mm-hmm. Z-Bar is connected to Delilah's nightclub. Mm-hmm. Um, all the strippers that work next door, all of them have jobs. I have like plenty of friends that they're like, yeah, they're normal people like you. And yeah, me. they're normal. Yeah, they do the stripping. They're for not fun. animals. <laughs> the stripping's the fun I'm part. Not a monster. Yeah. yeah, no, the stripping's the fun part. That's a good way to put it. Um, uh, they facilitate their entire lifestyles and school through stripping. And then, like, why the fuck would you stop stripping if you're not making that good? You of- probably make more fucking money, and you yeah. can well, you can hide half of it too. Yeah, but most of the time, most of them are like. So I will notice this. Most strippers that I've met be, that become nurses are nurses that do travel contracts. That's a very popular yeah, thing. You know what those travel contract nurses are? Fucking scabs. That's yeah. their whole... They're there to do rats. They're to undercut the and fucking... they make a lot of money. They make their money busting union strikes. That's... Oh, my God. I watched a TikTok. Like, it's a day in the life of a nurse that's going... Uh, as a scab nurse. Was or that what was sound it? in the background? Like, boom, ding, ding. Something like that. Yeah, like some shitty. <laughs> I was so sound. fucking pissed. I was like, "You are fucking." I walk evil. in at one o'clock and spit on protesters. <laughs> they don't really care about that, but they're just like, "Here's my life as a nurse who is being called into scab or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck term they use." Some other. See, and it's fucked up because when they come into those situations, it's usually in a hospital where like the expected nurse to patient ratio is supposed to be like a one to seven. Mm-hmm. They're getting tossed into like a one to fifteen, one to eighteen almost sometimes. Yeah, and they're dealing with like a crazy awful. Because I went to school for nursing. I do. I do know some crazy shit like do know a little bit about nursing my mom's my mom's been an ER nurse her whole life so it's like like you get it it's like it's bizarre like it sucks because like it fucks up the people that are established tenured medical professionals that do that job for a living um especially like when they're dealing with that exact issue yeah and the reason that it's not getting taken care of is that these companies aren't compensating their nurses properly for the hours that they work or staffing properly so that the ratios are proper yeah, it's a, go, it's a back and forth where these nurses are not only fighting for a proper wage, but also a compensation of like a, an actual workforce. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like you know that I'm sure your mom's been like 100 percent like been like yo, there's not enough of us. <laughs> like no, my mom's got very strong. Well, it's an ER, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. Like you only need a certain amount, and it's more about it's not really about new people you need. It's more about competency. Yeah, you don't really need ten new nurses on the floor. It's like and also the issue because we're in Southwest Ohio. It's mostly just drug issues. You're just narcaning people all day, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It's a fuck." I asked her. I remember when, like, before, like the big like op- epidemic of opioid epidemic started. I was like, "How many would you have a like a week or you know whatever or a day?" And she's like, "It was probably two to four overdoses a day. Uh-huh. You know, normal amount, normal, yeah. like really habitual people." She's like, "It's probably like sixteen to twenty 
now every day. And like that's OD. I'm not saying OD death. I'm saying OD with Narcan and yeah. And it's just like there's so many now. It's yeah. It's fucked up. The the fentanyl that's like actually hit the populace is fucking insane, dude. It's good shit. Yeah, it's the most potent drug in the world right now. Yeah, did you? Uh, there was some negotiated deal dude, on that. She drank. You see how that's like one of the most popular drugs in Kensington now? It's, tra- it's horse tranquilizer and fentanyl. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like, well, doing tranquilizers has always been. I knew a guy that used to do tranquilizers. Yeah. Fucking beaver tranquilizers. Um, <laughs> well, just you do. I mean, doing that. No, it's a joke. It's like, like, I, like, it's a, it's like people always talking about like what drugs they're on. Like, I was yeah. on fucking, uh, fucking coyote tranquilizers, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> oh my God. Dude, there was this guy at the open mic the other night at JJ's named Quiz the Coyote. Okay. And was he funny? No. <laughs> he was there for next door for uh, for uh, John and Comedy John. And okay. he is like this 45, maybe 50-year-old black guy. He's salt and peppered. I don't I couldn't tell. And he just goes up. I'm like, I'm subbing in, hosting, and it's me and Sam Wolf. And this okay. guy goes up and he's like, he's like, the moment you catch a woman with a dick, you need to fucking kill her. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Jesus, nice. Welcome to the anti-trans hour. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's like, you know better. Like, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Oh, he knew better. That's like, dude, like I have been in some very uncomfortable situations, dude, before. Like, where like, you know, honestly, if there's any duty that you have as a person in the world, Adamus, like the one thing that you can do is stand up against vehement racists when you have an opportunity for it not to be a violent interaction. Yeah, when a girl's around and I want to impress her. Not even just that. No. Like, no. <laughs> not even just that. I, I was at a dinner one time in Wildwood, a nice restaurant. Yeah. Um, and the restaurant was so full that they were even sitting people at the bar. This guy came in in a suit with his wife and uh, had the nerve to, like, Say like uh, like long story short, he's like this place is so filled up filled up because it's all these f and n words. That's how he like worded it. Yeah, I believe. Said that. it in front of people. Yeah. And uh, I was very upset by it, and I was like, "Yo, man, watch your fucking mouth." He's like, "What'd you say to me?" I was like, "Watch your fucking mouth." Mm. And I I took it upon myself as a white man to correct a white guy and say, "Hey, I don't know where you think you're at, but you don't talk like that in front of people." Hey, man, not because watch there, your fucking there's mouth. There's people around here. We can't be sick. You, you only get three or four of them. Yeah, right. right? Like, <laughs> like, dude, we're in a public place. All right, we're not in a public place. Did everyone place. stand up and clap afterwards? No, like, the, the, the bartender, Facebook the bartender post? brought me a drink. Nice. No, he he was like, yeah. So that you was, were trying that was the to right impress thing to do. someone? Not really. Like, I was. I am broke. I was like, that's. I was like, that's insulting to me, man. I was like, that's ridiculous to think you think that's acceptable to speak in front of people like yeah. that. This is my conspiracy. No one stands up to racism unless yeah, they no. can get a free drink or pussy off it. Now I don't think there was a single black person around, so there was no black person to verify this story happened. But like, I swear to God, it happened. I swear to God, dude. I was the I stood black. up to racism. You're like, actually, I I, I was the black man I, there. I was the blackest person I, in the room. I, I was like, I was a bouncer. I was just like, get the fuck anytime. It was like, mm-hmm. it, it was awesome. My bartenders told me that I like, kicked this person out. I'm like, I'm not even asking why. I'm just like, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was my favorite part. Of the, the the parts where it wasn't emotional. In any sort, it's so much easier when people are like, "Hey, get rid of that guy." I'm like, "Sounds good, but well, I remember, hi-ya. I remember one of the first times I got in a fight with someone that like someone fought, tried to fight me as, yeah. as a bouncer. I threw that guy out. Like, there's a huge fucking scene over it. It's like I, my hand, I think, is broken. It it's fucking awful. And then someone <laughs> comes, one of my bartenders comes out. They're like, "Hey, we need you to throw out another guy." <laughs> 
And I'm like, are you kidding? We had two balancers on it. So you couldn't get the fucking other guy. Did you and work in a place that was primarily fight people? No. No, it was just dumbass college kids and then like yeah. heavy drunks. But then so I walk in to go throw this guy out and I walk in and it's my friend Charlie. And I'm just like, what the fuck did you do? It's just like, how the fuck? I'm like, get the fuck out. Like, what are you doing, man? He's real thin. I'll win against Charlie. He's mm. <laughs> uh, Dude, some of like the, the first few times I had to bounce a lot of it was like people just being so drunk that they had to be let out. Yeah. I had to like drag a guy that was completely drunk asleep on the floor in the bathroom out to the side of the car mm. out in the parking lot and put him there i'm like your friend your responsibility now have a good night <laughs> see i can't do that because we would get charged you get in trouble for over serving people with that shit but. i mean it wasn't listen i was 19 working in a nightclub oh, yeah. you know what i mean they're like go do this i'm like you They'll got it boss. Walk yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like boss whatever you say um, um they're like hey punch this guy in the side of the head nine times and i'd be like all right where do i stand you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like, dude one of the crazy they're like right I, there the cameras can't see one time we had like this international <laughs> dance night and we had these girls, this group of girls who were all Air Force Latinas. And so they're very intense. Yeah. And one of them stole a bottle of monkey shoulder. Off, what is monkey shoulder for uh, people at home? Because I know what it is. No. I have it in the fridge. Uh, what well, is it? It's whiskey. Malt whiskey, whatever. Fucking you know, uh, triple filter. I don't know what the fuck any of that stuff We'll means. try it. We'll try it. I love monkey shoulder. It's great. And um, she had taken a bottle. So it's like you, it's really hard to drink that shit straight. But while no one was looking, she had reached behind the bar, grabbed the bottle off the shelf, and drank the whole thing in one go. And then I had to throw her out not even probably an hour later, and we were trying to find out why and what the fuck happened. Then I found out they were the people who were paying the DJ that night for that international dance night, and they just kept all the fucking money. <laughs> it's always that people. It fuck, it's no. always that person. It's always like the person the most that's insane. Like run, it's always like the person running the event. Yeah, well, they kept watched, being assholes watched, to me and my friend Ian because we're like, we run this place. We had to kick the DJ out one night because he punched his girlfriend in the face because they were fighting in the middle of the place. I'm like, first off, she's out of here. Second, you're fucking out of here. You just punched your female counterpart in the face. Get yeah. the fuck out you're of here. You're just harshing the vibes, man. I was like, you just killed this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, buddy. Listen, I know you guys I was really. Like, you can't be punching <laughs> your girlfriend in the face. Now, listen, both of you guys outside together by yourselves since he just assaulted you. Get outside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much what we did. We were like, "Get out of here!" Both like, of listen, you. I know you both love the chain smokers, but yeah, like I know, <laughs> I know you're really gonna run to him, but like, dude, uh, it was fucking, it was insane. Throwing was out so women is, is always worse. Oh yeah, it always is because they're just like you. Also, the the thing that you're like, so I went through in Philly. There's a requirement that you're supposed to be certified to be a bouncer. Oh really? You're supposed to go through the the certification. I just process. happen to be 21. <laughs> yeah, when you're in Philly and you're a bouncer, you have to get certified for a. Um, proper removal of people from you know a drunken setting mm. as well as you have to get your ramp certifications so yeah. they have a whole course it's a bouncer course and I went through it every year when I was a bouncer um, and basically it teaches you how to remove people properly using like a lot of Krav Maga techniques uh, uh, pressure point techniques the fake Israeli martial art dude listen there's shit that works um, and I used to fuck people up with it yeah and then uh, it also teaches you how to properly deal with women that are drunk and dealing with taking them out properly to where like you're not exposing them as well as you're not putting yourself in a situation where they feel taken advantage of. You're, Seriously. You're not actually that pretty. Actually, you might be the least pretty one of your friend group. Just pretty like, much like, just dude, as a man, there's no other way to grab a woman other than by her, both of her hands and across her chest. And that's immediately and it, like the... It immediately oh. seems like a, 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 an aggressive, not only aggressive, but so almost sexual uh, like a, I don't know about that last advanced. part, but yeah, no, like I mean, think about it. Like it, it's it being it physically advanced by by a man. 
Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying I don't know. I'm I mean, not saying sexual in like a positive way, like ooh, I want to be grabbed. I'm saying like well, what sexual is in a negative way is not like, sexual. Like, what is this person about to do to me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, uh, the thing that they would teach us is like, hey, come up behind them from the side, out of view, like they're a fucking velociraptor, so they can't see you. <laughs> All right, from a 45 degree angle, and then come from the side, grab both their arms, cross them, and have their arms crossed, and hold both their hands interlocked, crossed. Yeah. And then carry them as they kick the shit at at, at your hip. Yeah. Yeah. As they kick the shit at you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, now, if you if you do it right and you carry a woman right, they can't kick you. I know. Yeah. Um. Until that bitch starts biting you, and then you yeah, they're, they're the, gonna fucking bite you. And yeah. Like, oh, damn. you get bit. There's yeah. That's oh, why, dude. I, mean. I watched a girl fucking wipe out into a bo- a, a couple um, bus tubs full of glasses, mm-hmm. and like take out another six girls in heels, and it was like a fucking pipe bomb went off in this fucking place, dude. It was crazy, dude. There was a fight that broke out in our women's bathroom one time, and they're just like, you got to go in there. And, like, it's a full bathroom. Like, other women are, like, trapped in there because they're pretty much in front of the door. It's like, Jesus Christ. I don't, don't send me in there. What's insane is, like, I would watch, like, 20 people fighting, and then two people would get kicked out. That was my favorite part, like, bouncing. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, it was those two guys. Now, everybody get out. No, like, I, I, uh, I learned quick that it was a tip industry. Um, from being a like a bouncer at a front door, I was a pound, like I was a pat down guy. Yeah, well, I always carried cigarettes on me at the door because like I would sell them to people. Like no one ever wants to. Every guy will give you a dollar for a cigarette, so I would just get a pack. It's eight dollars. Where so. did you bounce at? Where were you at? I was at this place called the Union in Athens, Ohio. It's one of the best music punk places on earth. I mean, nice. I love it. Do you ever go up to Youngstown at all? Uh, my friends from Canfield nearby, but I've never been to Youngstown specifically. I heard it has a nice club and music scene there in the ohio stretch does it it was a mob ran down i know that i know we talked about that on the last episode we talked about Polly from the sopranos getting yeah getting, getting arrested yeah you like kickstarts they don't sell the good ones anymore the yellow uh, the, the originals ye- the yellow are the perfect the pineapple ones what about the original orange and the original fruit punch I really like the original. Fruit punch is disgusting. Uh, the orange is fine. I, I tr- really liked the original. Kickstarter. There was a bad point in my life where I was probably drinking like three of those a day. Which and ones? Those orange ones? Just any of this type of anything, whatever I could get. Yeah. I would get like the grape ones. I would get the orange uh, ones, and then I would just drink. I'm a big fan of grape nuts. And I definitely was not doing like other stuff in conjunction, like getting off from work and then getting fucked up and then drinking three of those for my my hangover recovery. You know what grape nuts is, right? I haven't had nuts. I don't think, I was like, do they legally sell that anymore? Dude, there was a literally, so you know what Pantry One is, right? No. Pantry One's like a gas station chain on the East Coast. Um, and uh, I hate to admit this, it's normally a Indian-owned organization. In contrast to all it, the other gas stations I've been to that are not Indian-owned? No, I mean, like it's a very popular like Indian-owned gas station. In okay. Countries, I would put it. For some reason, I don't know whose retailer, I don't know what supplier was selling this to all the pantry ones in South Jersey. There was a cocaine energy drink for about two and a half years in South Jersey. Okay. Sold at the, and it didn't have cocaine in it. I don't really know if it did or didn't. The name was cocaine. Seems like a waste of cocaine. Yeah, right. It'd be a waste of cocaine drink in it. <laughs> Just sell coke at your gas station. <laughs> yeah, right. Just sell Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, But. It was a really fucked up energy drink. And I had a friend who was epileptic and drank it and it gave him a seizure. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You know what ones I think That's are- a Perlingi story, actually. If You know our friends that we referenced? 
Um, when we met, when I met them at that show, I th- yeah, Jimmy, you met Jimmy, the one brother. He's actually a, a big fan of our show. I'm sure he's been waiting for an episode to come out. Almost positive his brother Tyler had a fucking seizure oh, when he drank a can of co- a cocaine energy drink from the pantry one in Mount Royal. <laughs> you know what ones are really disgusting? What's that to me? Rippets. Uh, bang the dollar store. Bang energy. Ma- bang the bang the bang energy drinks. They were almost extinct. Yeah, Rockstar they are- bought them. Uh, Rockstar, by the way, owned by an insane right wing guy. Who's Rockstar got- or Monster? <laughs> one of them. I forget which one. Oh, I, yeah. I think it was Monster. Bang Energy seems like it should make your pussy taste bad. I yeah. that that's all I know. Like I because it was like really popular with girls, and I'm like, it really sounds like there's a female missing teeth that walks up you and goes, "You want to bang?" You know what I mean? No, it was a lot of gym rat women. I know. I know. Oh, that was dude, oh god. Listen, it, it got mostly popular from the Instagram trending of people t- like like fitness models. You know. When I was working in the nightclubs and I was finishing up probably like uh, 2020, 2021, yeah. all the uh, bottle service hosts, all the females, like the the uh, female servers and everything were drinking bang and they were like, they were all fitness people and that's where they're like, yeah. they were like, oh, did you get the bang? Like they were getting it from Rite Aid. That's where it's they like, were finding it at. because like that was like sucking the, on a battery. It was the only place they could find it at at first and they were buying it in like yes, GNC yeah, it was, yeah, and Rite way. Aid and then it became a normal process, to, you know, honestly, a, a, a soft drink. It's a fucking soft drink. It, well, now they're like alcoholic and they have hemp in them and whatever, right? Like, yeah, I, I think those are knockoffs. Like, yeah. like you know how like no, those are legit ones. Those are the, those are the that was for a thing for a second. They were like they were like they became alcoholic. They became was it a partnership? I don't know. I just I also like you know how like Hoop Tea buys rights to like like for instance Hoop Tea bought the rights to do like Arizona um, mm. collaborations and like yeah. the CILA's. Tea collaboration. They fucked up. The, they changed the formula on Arizona. I don't like them anymore. They're bad. Normal Arizona iced tea. You're they saying? taste off now. I don't know what. Yeah, on. they don't taste the same. Um, even the herbal tonic's different. I never drank. I've only. I I used to be a big green a, tea guy. Peace tea and Arizona tea, and that's uh, I would get raspberry. Yeah. Peace tea, raspberry. Peach. I like the peach one. Yeah, I'm a big raspberry guy. And then like a then a. And then like a jazz They're black. so bad for you. And a jazz wood tip black and mild. Dude, <laughs> fucking red wine wood tip. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I, uh, dude, it's funny. Um, did you ever get kidney stones from drinking this? No, I've never had a kidney stone in my Neither life. Neither have I. Knock and like wood. people, yeah, not exactly. There's a whole bunch of your wood, wood in your house. I just don't want to give a knock on noise. Um, <laughs> I, uh, dude, I drink a lot of that shit. I've had to like keep in check how much of that I've drank in my life. Yeah, I used to fucking slam Arizona. I'm surprised I've not had a kidney issue at all. Mm-hmm. Same. I think I drink so much water. I love actual water. Too. I think it's just I work out regularly. I burn that shit. Like working right now at the post office, I walk all day. So I drink like one of those Arizona peace teas. Oh, you know what? This is why I'm happy I brought here, <laughs> brought you here to your house. Yeah. Uh, you know, give me your best craziest mailman story. I really don't have one yet. But there's gotta be one. There's gotta yeah. be some. What's your weirdest exchange thus far? Oh, I run into homeless people all the time, and it's life changing. Anything they're yet? like, "You got anything in there to spare for me?" And I'm like, "It's mail. It's a bag full of mail, <laughs> motherfucker. What do you think I got?" And like, I don't know. People, people are insane with their dogs. Like most people, should is it not, almost cliche? It really is bad. Like, well, because apparently, like there have been multiple stories where uh, dogs have just shattered full glass windows, or like any of those like weird yeah. like. Uh, la- like the you know like the outside oh, door it. like the screen door type shit we've had dogs accidentally go through shit growing up for yeah. sure yeah and so like they'll fucking and then they'll run out and try to kill you and like but also like we have, there are like people who will run up to like they'll be out walking their dog or whatever they'll be like in their front yards and walking up 
and they'll be like oh it's all right they're friendly blah 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 and the dog is like jumping up on me trying to fucking like bite me yeah and they're barking him i'm like I have not, I cannot say I officially did this, but I know someone who did. And it's like, you just lie to people and you tell them like, hey, if your dog bites me, it is USPS policy that they get put down. Like, <laughs> that is to guarantee, like, you tell people that, they're not going to even let their dog near you, <laughs> just on the off chance. It's like, not even being friends. Is that legit? I'll never confirm. I can't confirm if I've said that or not either. Oh, man. <laughs> I like my job. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask the postmaster general. Dude, it's fucking bullshit. Like, people are wildly irresponsible. Well, I was walking to JJ's one night from 700 to JJ's, and someone's dog fucking jumped up on me just as they're walking it. I'm like, what uh-huh. the fuck are you doing? Like, get that fucking thing off me. I'm not anti-animal. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. But it just jumped, it jumped up. It scared but the But I am out. a Marxist, so get your fucking dog off <laughs> Yeah, I'll, Yeah, we're going to all own your dog in common when I'm eating it later. <laughs> Like, no, it's like fucking, it's, it's ridiculous. Up. Oh, the other, cra- we, we did have, I was telling you this earlier, someone drove a, a box truck oh, through the yeah. f- the front of our post office. You weren't working that day, right? No, well, no, I, I was in that morning because I was like, I was You wondering- were in that box truck? No, 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 no. Well, okay, so. It was I- Adamus, cops, <laughs> get him. Well, actually, him. so like people like that whole day, they're like. Where's Adamus? Uh, <laughs> it, it did happen while we had workers in our office. Oh, uh, it's scary. But it just drove in through the front, like where the PO boxes are. So it ended up being okay. But uh, <laughs> so everybody just got a day off. <laughs> no, we just had to do the regular day. Everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, it's whatever." Lobby's closed. Everybody else that was back it. to work. That was it. Like, and all the lobby people were like, "Yes, dude." Yeah. So like we just we got a snow day because somebody drove through the front lobby. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I show up and then later that day, like all through the rest of the day, everyone knew that that had happened. And so I'm out delivering mail, and like some of the people would ask me, like, "Oh, is everyone okay?" What? I'm like, "Yeah, you you drive a box truck through your, you drive a truck through the front of the post office, and they still let you show up, continue working for the rest of the day." That's crazy. Dude. And so people I are know. like, "Wait, did you, did you do that?" And it's like, so question for you, you know, because people always seem to like target government employees. Have you ever felt targeted as a mailman? What do you, uh, people like have no quarrel with the mailman. They don't think they don't look at you like a cop. Like you probably fucking hang out with cops and all the firemen. I, I, I've so done much. this on stage. I've talked about this on stage, but um, it rocks being a postal worker because you know during the pandemic the real like the real boys in blue. You know yeah. everyone loves us now. Yeah, everyone's always kind of liked us, and like it it does rock because like postal workers are just as insane and like say just as heinous shit. As you could shoot someone without asking questions, you would, is what you're saying. Uh, not me, not me. But, like, <laughs> oh, someone dropped the word oriental the other day, just out of nowhere, and they're like... <laughs> and you pulled out your I'm gun. like, where, why are you casually just calling... They were referring to Asians as orientals, and I'm like... And it's a guy who's, like, in his 40s, and I'm like, that, how do you... Why I, are you using that? <laughs> I can't confirm that I may or may not have used the word oriental in the past year. Like I do that sometimes. I don't. You can't even tell. You can't even tell what's what's insulting. I just don't know. And like that one. Well, that one's not really explicitly racist. Like out of all the things that I know, like you can call Asian people. Like that one probably ranks probably the lowest. But also like because like we just had a movie. It's called you know Mur- Murder on the Orient Express. Like we still use Orient. I mean, dude, Oriental Trading Magazine. Yeah, there's like it's not like it's a not you like there is no N word magazine like that would be that's pretty much N word magazine. <laughs> Look at all this shit Chinese people would sell. Like in the that's park. the degree of how bad it is, you know. But yeah, like it rocks. It's like yeah, postal workers are just as bad as fucking cops on like things they actually say and believe. But since we have never killed a single fucking person, now if they let postal workers carry machine guns, that'd be a different story. Yeah, our uh, I learned the other. Uh, this is fucking awesome. Uh, our mailbags we have. 
used to have little ashtrays in them for people who smoked. And I'm like, that. In what, what like a cup holder ashtray? It was like some sort of like weird like part of the bag where you could just ash your cigarettes in the, <laughs> into the. Interesting. I'm like, why would you, you're walking around outside, just ash on the fucking ground. Yeah, no, we didn't want to be improper. Yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, so, but yeah, someone drove a truck through the post office. It was awesome. Okay. It was not good. I don't want actually that. If that gets back to my boss, they get the guy. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, he was in the truck. <laughs> yeah, he was just stuck in there. Yeah. Well, he it's he, the stupidest crime ever. It's like I'm going to drive a fucking truck. It wasn't inside. deliberate. Well, what had happened was he wasn't paying attention. He's getting about to get to a red light, and you see him like he's like he drifts. Oh, in, so this wasn't like an attack. This was no, just a dumbass. No, this guy drift. He's like he's driving a, like one of those smaller box trucks, and he accidentally clips one of our workers cars out front and then overcorrects. but when he clipped that car i think he popped a tire is what they said and so then he went and then tried to overcorrect from when he bounced off the car and when he went to correct it just took him straight into the post office that's nuts dude that sounds like a fucking disaster season. yeah that guy's life is ruined for <laughs> he's fucked it's lucky to kill a little fucking a little old lady walking down the street immediately it was like six o'clock in the morning so okay it was like while we were like sorting mail getting everything ready in the morning before the postal workers even get there were you were you so you weren't there though yet? i literally walked up an hour after it happened because i like we we clerks are in there working and then we show like the, the guys who carry the mail show up and then can i ask you a question do you when you see people like in car accidents or like parked in like goofy spots do you uh do you roll your window down and tell them they can't park there because i do a lot. <laughs> I, do, I do it a lot dude i fucking do it a lot to people this fucking person right on dutton mill road coming down uh from yeah uh aston you know the curve going between dutton mill up to edgemont Yes. They must have taken the, taken the curve too fast coming past Chester Creek Road. Yeah. And they ended up on that embankment by where that boat that sits out right in the front. Yeah. Right at the bottom of the curve where the stop signs are. So uh, they're like bottomed out sitting in a rock pile in this front person's front yard. The girlfriend's sitting in the grass holding her head like, holy shit. The guy is sitting there like freaking out while a tow truck guy is trying to drag their car off of this Just, fucking pile of rocks. And I rolled my window down. And I was like, hey, buddy, you can't park there. And he's like, oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> you son of a. I was so, it was so funny, man. Yeah. I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Being an annoying little asshole is always fun for hey, everyone. Man, you can't park there, dude. <laughs> uh, I think there's something wrong with your car, your car miss. <laughs> oh, dude, I think your car is not working. <laughs> dude it's uh yeah i've i've been playing i love doing that dude i i harass people with my cars i'll roll i i learned this from my dad roll your partner's window down and yell out that window and blame it on them so like <laughs> yes so like and then, then they walk up they're just like <laughs> i'll uh i'll ride past baseball fields i roll the windows down a lot while they're playing games and i'm like i'm selling hot dogs hot dogs i do crazy shit like so that. your idea of a prank is to, doing free advertising, free, free advertising for hot dogs. I heckle children. I heckle children that are playing football, playing baseball games. I'll yell foul ball a lot. I'll yell strike. Oh yeah, that's. I do shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. Home's blind. That guy's a jack. I'll yell shit. You like just that. don't call children gay, like like no, I would. no, 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 no. Because no. I don't know if they're gay. Your mom and dad are getting a divorce. Those are just non-binary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Paying a plane to fly over. Susan and Dave are getting to Susan. I need to leave you, Dave. Yeah, it's mainly just heckling the umpires and the coaches. Yeah. Oh yeah, I learned you were an umpire the other day, yeah, which dude. I was like, in hindsight, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's better than being the kid that's like the bench like the like the the manager of the team but you don't have special needs so i played no no no. i played baseball the whole time it was just i made a lot of money doing that 
Yeah. Like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, refereeing uh, sporting events, dude. It was like a hundred, two hundred dollars to like officiate a swim meet. So like when I started, I it was like thirty or forty dollars to umpire games, and it was like a two-hour game for eleven-year-olds when I was like twelve and a half, thirteen. You know yeah. What I mean. So it was nice, and then it would progress up to like fifty dollars, and then it became seventy five dollars, and then yeah. I'd do games for one hundred and fifty dollars a game. And then I would do two games a day for like, you know, one hundred and twenty for each game. Yeah, know? and I'd do you know, three game three days in a row on a weekend, and I'd do tournaments and stuff. It was fun. Yeah, I used to referee uh, soccer. Yeah, I was a, I was the youngest district umpire in my region. Nice. Yeah. It's the, it's the gayest accolade I have. I was the youngest uh, regional umpire in my uh, district when I was 17 years old. Again, you was, <laughs> at least you weren't the manager for like the basketball team. That so you, actually, I was the announcer for the baseball team. No, announcer Fox. That's that's the fun one. Exactly. Announcing's always I'm cool. I'm sitting up there fucking mixing music. I, dude, I'll never forget. I put on ice cream paint job, paint job for one of my buddies. Yeah. yeah, buddy. Rolling like a big shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> High schools operate like big businesses sometimes. They're just like, well, we're running out of money. Let's just cut freshman sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's crazy because we don't have fre- – we, we, where I'm at in Ohio, we just have – we don't have varsity and JV. You just have varsity. It, there are no multiple le- – there's no freshman teams. So, like, in some areas, they have eighth grade that's connected to the high school team. Yeah. So, like, uh, I know people that – like. there's always, like, they'll hear about the – that's where they the got quarterbacks. The good recruits. You know what I mean? Like they'll have like quarterbacks. It'll be like he's been the varsity quarterback since he was ninth grade. You know what I mean? Yes, that's I, the biggest motherfucker you've ever yeah, seen. He's like <laughs> the biggest six foot eight quarterback you've ever seen in Texas. So like they cut freshman sports, and I became the announcer for the team, and they won some game that got them to go to Cooperstown that year, and I got to go to Cooperstown with the team as the announcer. And I have this really fucked up memory of a, a junior on my team, Brandon Finelli. I had brought a Snuggie up with me on the team bus. Mm-hmm. And he borrowed it. And he was like, oh, can I borrow this? Deck? And I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, I'll give it back to you later. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So we go back to the hotel. I'm like, hey, can I get my Snuggie back? He's like, yeah, sure. Come to my room. Come get it. And this fucking junior on my, my baseball team, I'll never forget, um, is wearing my Snuggie completely butt-ass naked in mm-hmm. his room. And I walked in. And he's like, oh, here it is. You can have it back. And... I go to take it off of him. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. I'm like, you're butt-ass naked, aren't you? He's like, I showed you. Yeah, he oh, fucking got, got me. Yeah, you ru- oh, no. You'll have ruined, to see me naked. Like, yeah, he ruined He ruined me. Because, by the way, is it just him in the room, or is a that bunch was, of other baseball that, players in there yeah, cackling like a fucking yeah, bunch of baseball players? Yeah. If, there was other, if there wasn't other baseball players in that room, that was a borderline molestation by Brandon. But And you, because you stripped him of it. No, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, give me... He was wearing it. I'm like, dude, give me that shit. He's like, I'm fucking naked, you weird. <laughs> like, it's a good memory. It would have been funny if I said I was like, it's such a good memory. He's like, like it's so know? fucked up you guys are making me do this right now. You guys are going to make me get naked in front of all you? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That would have been the proper response if I got naked for <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, right. I was one of the best announcers in South Jersey, in my opinion. In my opinion. At least you don't have a lisp. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. Dude, I fucking I I fucking um I fucking hate every goddamn like YouTube and well a lot of the YouTube shit I watch. Yeah. Is every guy has a fucking lisp. And it's just like, how the fuck did you find Yeah, look at what they're talking about, Adamus? So I've been watching. Uh, the president. He's a really big guy. <laughs> no, I, I watch like really fucked up, like stupid shit. I, I've been watching the entire series. I've been watching this guy talk about the history of Ben Ten. 
<laughs> the t- <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I like that show a lot. By it the was way. cool, and I was just I was listening to a guy talk so about the history, the history of Ben. On it? What are the uh, parallels he uh, draws? First off, I used to watch that show, and he just gets it horribly wrong repeatedly, and I'm just like, cool. Yeah, he said, uh, "Bean nine. He's, 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 he's like, but he'll he has like a horrible speech impediment, and it's just like, why are you doing this, man? Like, there was no one you knew. I wanted to be Ben Ten so bad when I was a kid. I wanted to be. You? I wanted to have the Ben Ten watch, but I could turn into different races. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you use it for? I'm still ten years would old. You fight crime, or would you I still you commit crimes. <laughs> I would up, turn into a super gr- certain group and control the media. Nice, dude. <laughs> for ten minutes. <laughs> And then the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's sunny here forever. Adamus, I have a big question for you, seeing as uh, you are the foremost authority on the cryptid, the spooky, and the strange happenings that come along in the United States. Yeah. And, and the media and everything. Um, a hero of the generation, for those of us that we know. I thought you were doing slightly strange to do with Japanese. A hero of the generation. <laughs> Yeah. Known sorry for his period. All right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I didn't Cut do any. Out. I just did the light. Oh. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> you could leave it in. Yeah, right. What? Oh, someone's going to find yeah, out you Isn't said mild. Who's going to give a shit that you said something mildly racist? Yeah, right. Exactly. Your I always, boss listens and, to this. Me and Raymond always say that. Raymond's like, I'm still cutting it out. <laughs> it's like, I draw. Well, yeah. Like, I like to imagine, like, with Raymond living in Baltimore, he's living with, like, he's, like, around, like, the indie girlies. Like, the like the white women call out culture there oh, is just, right. like. It's exactly what he's around. <laughs> but, like, they're not extreme. Like, they're just, like, the most low level ones imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, the that, cryptid and the I, weird. The cryptid and the weird. Uh, you're the you have very interesting takes on interesting situations and circumstances. Just snap lock on the gun and get ready to fire. <laughs> Go on, um, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, the Friends heartthrob that is no longer with us. What yeah, do, I never watched happened? Friends. It seemed pretty lame. So he's like, what? Is he he's Ross's boyfriend? No. So I I he's watched, Joey's boyfriend. I wa- no, not not at all. So um, I watched it later in the years and everything and got into it, but basically. Him and Joey were best friends. They lived together. They lived in the apartment across the hall from Rachel and Monica. Rachel and Monica are best friends. Rachel dates Ross. Monica and Rachel are also best friends with Phoebe. Everybody's friends. They're the friends. The show, friends. Yeah. Friends. Friends. <laughs> so I know Brad Pitt's on it. Nah, At one point, he's a boyfriend. For like a couple episodes. So yeah, is, I- so is uh, the fucking guy from... Uh, fuck is his goddamn name jerry seinfeld no what's the deal with friends no i forget there's it's it's famous for tons of cameos i mean i know it's i mean it's known for bruce willis being on there robin williams being on there huh uh robin williams did friends yeah he was on there for an episode no wonder he fucking killed himself jesus he's like this is the swearing now i have to kill myself oh 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 i got a lot of friends oh oh we're all friends huh brother what i love when he does his like black people talking to each other stuff Brother man, what are you talking about? He's got he has one of the best inflections of voices for imitation in person in my personal I fucking opinion. love. I do miss a Robin Williams voice. He he had such a wide berth of experience and capability with acting. Like 
people talk shit on what dreams may come all the time. Oh, I wait, you, you're you a what dreams may come guy? I'm a big, Hell I'm yeah. A big no, I'm fucking huge on what dreams may come. People talk shit on it a lot. I'm a you know who, big fan of that movie. You know who? The, the guy who wrote that, we have to come, remember to come back to friends, Matthew Perry. Richard, uh, Richard Matheson, the guy who wrote that, also wrote I Am Legend. Yep. Same guy. Great book. Great movie. No, I, uh, What Dreams May Come uh, is a very good alternative viewpoint on a similar story to Dante's Inferno. Just a very shortened version. It's, I mean, yeah. It's a it's a tribute to Dante's Inferno in a very short... You know what I mean? Yeah. I know what you're it's saying. It's like the modern day's Dante. I was pressing something in this gun, and I thought I felt a bullet, and I'm like, that that's not good. <laughs> It's not. It's right below the. It's the loading um, mechanism. Sorry. It's, uh, no, you're good. I'm not worried about it at all. It's uh, but it's the it's the it's the present day's Dante because it's his love affair, his interests, going to the depths of hell, <laughs> rescuing her, bringing her back. That's the idea. Yeah, and then Cuba movie. Gooding Jr. is Virgil for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually his son. Which is his, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then the guy that he helps is that helps him is also someone he knows. That was the only part where I was like, all right, we're getting a little crazy. Yeah, with the, yeah people the story. He knows. The story gets crazy. It's it's pretty fucking nuts. And like the person that leads him to the gates is actually like his best friend or something like that. Like, yeah, it's also awesome. it's a very M Night Shyamalan esque. You know what I mean? Twisty, twisty turn. I don't know if those were really that big a twist. Yeah, because uh, they explain it pretty well. But anyways, what dreams may come? Great movie. Recommend. What dreams may come? Robin Williams. It's the shit. Matthew Perry. <laughs> what do you think happened? Do you do you really buy the fact that he died the way he did? Because there's like a there's a lot of like uh, crazy seri- like theories about everything. <sighs> One, um, the death explanation um, with his methadone that he was on and. So all that doesn't make any sense. Well, he said they said he died no drugs in his system, which is. Um, I thought he was a clean addict and was on a form of methadone or suboxone. Is he on meth, by the way? Like shit. What was he on methadone? Like, is he was he was he on meth at one point? I think Holy. he was on suboxone of some sort. So that was a good. There's a explanation that was given that the heat in mixture with his uh, medication caused him to have a heart attack. Oh, that would be if that was what happened. Then probably. Um, but also, so. Matthew Perry, from what I understood, obviously like lifelong alcoholic until he got clean, and he never really got clean. Always, he was a pill addict. Too. His yeah. big thing was pills. Well, dude, both of those like just destroy your fucking body. Yeah, like you're no, gonna die young. Like no, uh, for massive heart failure situations. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Yep. Uh, when she died out suddenly after her mother died, I was just like, yeah, I mean. So uh, what I know with Matthew Perry was like the last photo he posted is a photo of him in his hot tub. Uh. And then he also, um, he'd posted that photo in the hot tub. And then, yeah, he died of drowning, which I was like, okay. So when I heard that he drowned, I was like, oh, okay, he probably overdosed. Like, that was just, like, my immediate conclusion. But, like, hot tubs are weird because of, uh, you know, the um, the thing, they, they expand the capillaries in the heart. Your blood vessels expand. Like, pregnant women aren't supposed to use hot tubs. They're yeah. bad for your blood yeah, flow. Yeah, yeah. They fuck up your stuff. They're, they're, you're, they if you, have, a, if you have a heart condition, you're not supposed to use it. But, like, he posted tons of photos of him using it. I mean, I don't think anyone can, killed Matthew Perry as a conspiracy. It's like, I don't think you... Have you seen all those crazy conspiracies that have been coming out? Yeah, so, um, he... Like all the cryptid shit. Do you know him, about like, the, the I'm, I'm Matt Man? Yeah, what is that? The Matt Man stuff? Yeah, did you look into that at all? I think that's just, like, people think he's smart. He's a dumbass dude. Like... Uh, He's like, put me in Fallout 3 because I love well, Fallout New Vegas because I love Fallout. Like, that's he, which, yeah. by the way, he was in Fallout games. Yeah. Um, and then, but he, um, he had, 
done this thing in his book if i'm ever in like trouble i'll put up the bat signal yeah call me mat no, man no one no but i don't think he i don't even think that happened well he started I literally he, was using, he, he was using I think it. he literally just said in the book if i'm ever in trouble or if i'm ever compromised you will see the bat signals that's literally what the verb yeah but then he started posting it and but then like, he was on his instagram like, and he was saying i mat man yeah so that's where like all the goofy like videos come up and everything the story gets, well like, the last post up. on his on his instagram is i mat man i know yeah, like, and then there's also like all the other. So if you go down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole takes you to like three or four different theories that go into it. Um, the one is the posts, um, him giving hints of the three cranberries dropped on a table that's supposed to hint. Yeah, the cranberry singer that overdosed in a in a hot tub. Dolores O'Riordan. She yeah. died. Yeah, recently, like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, like there's like all these goofy. Th um, but then she, that's not how she died, right? Like she just she. It ended up not being the way she died. I think it's like the the big like the. Snopes. It's like how every fucking person kills themselves. You know, and like they're trying to stop. Like this, this is how I know I have like a an anxious personality. When we talk about stuff like this, I'm like looking around the corner for like the creature in the corner of the room. We've like, got two guns that you aren't shouldn't loaded. be talking about this. Ooh. Yeah, you know man. What I mean? Oh God. Yeah, I'm doing an episode. On, I'm getting. I've been working on an episode on brainwashing for the pod, and I'm just like. Remember when we did the episode? I'm like, somebody get the dog. Somebody murdered the dog outside because we're talking about conspiracy. Yeah, what if Raymond got killed? Yeah, you're, I was like, damn, dude. I'm like Raymond went upstairs to go get a drink. What if he's dead? You have to. You just have to. Uh, in life, you just have to accept the fact that you're powerless. There's nothing you can do, and if anyone mm -hmm. wants to kill you at any time, you're gonna die. Dude, my big peaceful thing is, is like, <laughs> you know, how, like there's like the fifty fifty where you're like, obviously I don't believe in spookies and scaries and monsters, but like. What happens to the instance where actually you come present with a monster? You're like, what do I do now? <laughs> like, You're going to die. You think so? Yeah, you're going to die. Is there any world in your head that you feel like you survive a monster attack and then you get to talk about it? It depends on what monster is. Some of those ones I'm just Jersey like. Jersey Devil. Well, it doesn't kill people. Doesn't? No, right? Isn't that the whole thing? It doesn't kill anyone. That's what I never understood about it. So that's why I bring it up. I was deathly scared of Jersey Devil growing up. Well, that's fine. I was scared of Gremlins forever. Why? Because <laughs> that movie was scary. <laughs> they kill an old lady. <laughs> that movie is like, like, by the way, that was the reason that movie's Gremlins is the reason why um, our ratings exist. Really? Yeah. Well, not our ratings, PG-13 and stuff, because yeah. they were so, like, it used to just be P, it used to be G or R, and I'm yeah. just like, Jesus Christ, really? And so that, since that film was so, like, violent and, like, graphic, because, like, the microwave gremlin, all that shit, mm -hmm. like, and they kill a woman, again. Yes, that's true. You're right, right. Yeah. Well, they tear her limb from limb? No, they, they cause her mobility scooter, or not a mobility scooter, her, uh, her, uh, stair lift. To go so fast it shoots her out the fucking window <laughs> and then um it's crazy yeah so like yeah no that that that, that fucking so that, you don't think anything happened with matthew perry you think this was not an inside job he's got what to do what to do what i don't know it's like what did someone need a hundred million dollars well, what, what was it, his net worth i like, think it was the distraction because wasn't there some pretty big political moves that same exact day no, I mean Israel Hamas stuff has been happening this whole time. But everyone always thinks that like bad stuff can't concur with other fucked up shit happening, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, nine eleven people died as well. Like, I just feel like there was something that I actually saw that was like commented on. By the way, well, people were commenting that it's like it was probably something about Joe Biden, and I was like, whatever. Like, by the way, there's a Pope bobblehead up there. Yeah, Pope Francis. Oh, you mean in my home where I live? Yeah, I, just I didn't really. The Adamus has a Pope bobblehead. It's not mine. This used to be my uncle's room. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He has a Pope bobblehead. Yeah, so, yeah. They're not fans of Saint Fran of, of uh, Pope Francis either. That's funny. 
Yeah. So I mean, the Matt stuff, the Matt Man stuff, whatever. I think he was just a dumbass dude. Like there, 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 there's correlation and causation, and like I, I just that one doesn't make sense to me as anything. It is weird. His mother used to be the secretary for uh, Pierre Trudeau. Uh, okay. You know who that is? No, I don't. Like, you're talking about Trudeau from Canada? Justin Trudeau, is, his father is one of the most popular prime ministers in Canada's history. And I'll hit you with this conspiracy. Do you know about the Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro conspiracy? No, I've never heard that one. There is a long-standing conspiracy that Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's father. Uh if you hit the second, look it up on your phone. Justin Trudeau, Fidel Castro, Pierre Trudeau. Like, what? I, like, they will show you a photo of Pierre Trudeau next to Justin Trudeau, and then they will show you a photo of Fidel Castro right next to Justin Trudeau, and you tell me which one he looks more like. <laughs> it's insane. Um, he, there's a long-standing conspiracy that Pierre Trudeau is not Justin Trudeau's father, and that, in fact, because uh, Fidel Castro was a huge family friend. You can find a photo of Fidel Castro holding Justin Trudeau. And then also then the Justin Trudeau's siblings don't look like him either. They look exactly alike. Right? Yeah. And then look at his dad. His head shape, face shape is totally different. As children, like as young men too. Oh, and so yeah, Justin Trudeau used to play with Matthew Perry as a kid. Weird. Justin Trudeau's, yeah, Pierre, Pierre Trudeau's secretary was Matthew Perry's mother. Interesting. Yeah. That's just a weird, like, high-level... coincidence. Yeah, his family's got high-level Canadian government connections. Yeah, that's very interesting. So um, that's why... That was actually the more interesting, like, the conspiracy people I follow on Twitter were talking about. Yeah, that is very weird. It's a weird connection to make between that. I wouldn't even think of that. Yeah. So uh, Matthew Perry, one... Well, only one uh, one degree of separation for Fidel Castro. <laughs> so Trudeau's the new Clinton family, I guess. I got it. I understand. Kind of. Um, all right. So let's talk about, you know... Let's wrap this up a little bit with this. You know, let's talk about the episodes you've been putting out. What have you been talking about? Um, so I put out, so my podcast, American Guilt, finally came out. Mm -hmm. uh, the first episode. Where can you find it on? Uh, Spotify and Patreon. I got a Patreon now. Sweet. Uh, we're, I'm still working on getting a call-in line set up. I'm hoping to let people like call in, just ask questions, and I can yeah. do a Q&A segment on, if I can keep it short, which why would I? Yeah. Why would you ever keep anything short podcasting? Never. Um, yeah, I've got the first episode is on the assassination of Zachary Taylor, our 12th president. Uh, it's just a fun, like, I try to explain, like, how conspiracy works, like, how thinking works around these things, and also introduce people to, like, my main influence, Dr. Michael Parenti, who wrote a book called History of Mystery, uh, and, like, did a whole segment, like, did a whole segment in his book about uh, the investigation into whether our, pre our 12th president, Zachary Taylor, was assassinated by poisoning. Because famously, it's always said he died by eating a large amount of cherries and milk and then died from gastroenteritis, which is not something that normally kills anyone. What a weird thing to do. Eat a yeah. bunch of cherries and milk? Uh, well, that's what they say. It's never backed up with any evidence. It's a weird thing. Yeah. The, so I get into all of that. So, And then uh, my friend Kimberly Crowley and I went and saw uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Which and, is what? Uh, the new Martin Scorsese film about the Osage people, which I, I, I read the book, Killers of the Flower Moon, the and Osage I will... Osage people, why can I not think of that? The Osage are a Native American group that were the wealthiest Native Americans in the country. On in, the Long Island, right? No, they are from Kansas, technically, slash the Ohio, Missouri River Valleys. Um, 
And their whole thing was that they were pretty much, and then they bought, they were one of the only tribes that bought their reservation. They bought their land in Oklahoma when they moved to Indian territory. So they never could kick them off it. They actually legally own the land the way like you or I would own land. And so they, but they own the mineral rights in common. So when they found the huge oil source there, it became, they became the wealthiest people in the country. And then it just follows the story of them pretty much being murdered left and right. And, and being taken. Yeah. So it's it's it crazy. Who, who is in ownership of most of their land now? That was a story I saw. They still own their reservation. Um, there was a big ranch they had that I'm trying to remember what actor had it. Some actor owned a chunk of their land as a ranch, and then some other woman who's part of like this cooking family dynasty is like, <laughs> I I don't really know. But they mostly own their land still. Interesting. They couldn't really take it from them. Um, Interesting. But everybody was being murdered left and right. It was like a Obviously, yeah. an involved plot to dismantle this family. Uh, well, the people kind. Of, well, not really that. It's that they had this thing called a head right attached to the oil. So there were like two thousand members of the tribe, and each member got a head right. Um, and the head rights were an entitlement to the the share of the trust of the oil trust, mm. and so they could be transferred. Um, at, cool. so like people would marry Osage women, and then kill them and inherit their head right. Their children, their, yeah. Any Osage, Osage tribe member is entitled to a head right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is the stuff that, so that's the second episode or the third episode? Uh, that's the second episode. Okay. And then the third episode I'm working on right now, it's just taking a lot of work, is an episode on brainwashing and my like understanding of how it works according to uh, this book called Program to Kill, which I talked yep. about on our episode, yep. like the, that three-parter we did. Yep, yep, yep. And then I also Which use, is a great book, by I the also way. use a whole section of Chaos by Tom O'Neill, the Charles Manson book. I have his whole mind control episode, a, a whole thing of mind control on that. Uh, brainwashing slash mind control, I guess. And then I also have like four other books. I'm throwing them all together, but it's like nice. it's just I have to read certain sections from all of them. Nice. And get them like... And then I'm also talking about kidnap if you ever heard the story about the korean war uh pilots when they crashed they were blinking signals of like we're being tortured we're being brainwashed yeah, yeah that's where the, the film the manchurian candidate comes from yeah, yeah yeah which i watched both the manchurian candidates the other day they're both fucking awful but interesting and so some brainwashing stuff i got the the diary of candy jones i've got god i have so much fucking stuff do you it's think those guys actually were being uh uh brainwashed as korean soldiers or those Korean camps? I think they were brainwashed afterwards. What do you mean? So they were captured. They were captured and it just came out. The U.S. was 100% during the Korean War. This is what these guys alleged. They said, yeah, we're doing, we're, we're doing chemical warfare on the Korean people. And that was a conspiracy to believe for the longest time. And it was just pretty much confirmed yeah. uh, by this guy named Jeffrey Kay, which is where I'm going to start out with the story of explaining this. Um, and... They were. They said, "Yeah, we were for like when they came back. They were like, oh no, we were brainwashed. We were blah 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 blah.' You know, we were forced to say that we, you know, we're dropping chemical, doing chemical warfare in Korea, which is a human rights crime. Like it's just like it's a universal crime. Like the UN considers that a crime. You're not mm -hmm. allowed to do chemical warfare, um, in which we were doing in Korea during the Korean War. And so when those guys came back, a certain uh, th uh, hypnotist slash doctor, medical professor." Uh, Jolly West, the main character in Chaos for brainwashing and hypnotism, who claimed he could hypnotize anyone with enough amphetamines and 
time. Yeah. Um, which is the same thing that the Mansonites were doing was tons of speed. And uh, yeah, he he was their deep debriefer. And he, when he was deprogramming, well, when he was interviewed with them, there's a pretty good theory that he fucking brainwashed, like he fucking hypnotized and brainwashed a lot of these guys to repeat on the record what they thought they did in Korea. Like what they actually, like. Yeah, so he. Like, like a fake, reca- like a retelling. Yeah. And so the main author on how uh, brainwashing slash cult think works, uh, Robert Lifton. No, it's something. I, I have to look at all my notes again. I'll get more into it. But yeah. uh, the guy who wrote this main document on like how like cults work mm-hmm. based all his research off of Jolly West's research on the Korean POWs. And so that was later used for deprogramming people and cult members. And I'm going to close out with this story about this guy named, uh, I think, Ted Sanderson, mm-hmm. who uh, there's a drunk history episode about because hmm. yes, he would go and kid he would go and kidnap women and got his son was joined a cult and he couldn't get his son back i think his son died and so he would the african-american guy he would uh go and deprogram people from cults now pretty much he was eventually getting hired just to like go kidnap gay women and men and deprogrammed which is just involving heavily 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 heavy amounts of sexual assault and That's so, insane. yeah, like he was just like going and kidnapping kids back from cults to join them, maybe, uh, you know, under less than clear terms. And like, but like everything we know about like people joining cults and brainwashing and cults is based off this fucking report that's based off of a lie that's based off of another lie that's it's so downstreaming, like consistent from each other. It's like, what the fuck? And then there's actual brainwashing like you have with the guy who shot RFK Jr. Yeah. Oh, also the last person that uh, Jack Ruby talked to before he totally lost his mind was Jolly West. That's insane. Which there's a there's also a tape there's like a record you can get of like the last recordings of Jolly West. I mean of um, of, of, of Jack Ruby, the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Which also we we have an episode hopefully coming up for my pod with you and your brother that I'm trying to do that is it's, a little secret for the 60th anniversary. Yeah. For, when when is that? I forget when that's supposed to be. When is the 60th anniversary? 60th anniversary is 112263. Yeah. So 112223. Yeah, I would love to record that. Yeah. So that's like a little That's a cool one. Yeah. Adamus, tell us where you're at on social medias. I am the Rhinestone Cowboy on Instagram. American Guilt should have an Instagram page hopefully soon enough. Uh, American Guilt Podcast on Patreon, American Guilt Podcast on Spotify. Awesome. Um, and then comedy-wise, I have Nightcap at Helium Comedy Club the November 30th. Nice. It's a Thursday at 10 o'clock or 9 nice, o'clock, nice, one nice. of those. Anything else coming on? Uh, hosting at Rotten Ralph's tomorrow. <laughs> nice, dude. And then, this might come out after that, but that's pretty awesome. I, I'm so sure this will be coming out in uh, two parts, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> judging sure. by the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think I'll put it out in a heavy push, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely make sure that we get a good chunk of this out. But uh, it's going to be a good one, man. My, uh, You can find me and Raymond on our social medias at Ray underscore Brooks for Raymond. That's B-R-O-O-X. You can find me at Declan Loves Meatballs. That's Declan Loves Meatballs on Instagram. You can find me at Facebook at my name. You know, I, I just I just upgraded to a digital creator comedian page on Facebook, by the way. So I gotta get on I, Facebook because that's I actually was, where my shit would thrive. I was looking for uh, places the other day, and when I went and looked at a place, it was on Facebook. And I got there, the guy's like, "So you're a comedian?" I'm like, "Oh God, I should forgot. <laughs> I forgot that that was up there." Yeah, now you can find me on Facebook. You can find us on the Instagrams. Um, you can find us also at the podcast page at five five five. Let me call you back. 
You can find our podcast on anywhere you can hear podcasts at. That means anywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, etc. Anywhere you can find podcasts at. Um, I don't think we're going to be doing the phone number anymore, guys, uh, unless you have the phone number and you've been waiting to send us a message. <laughs> um, you know, jump on that now. Other than that, you know, we're going to take a break from the, from the phone number. Expect just a little bit of a different format coming forward, you know. A little bit of it's going to be me and Raymond doing this, but it might be me speaking to people from different cities that I go to each week. Just like I've said before, that's what my job is. I go all over the East Coast for traveling for work. So I'm going to start trying to bring some interesting people to bring to you guys so that you have some interesting stories to hear about each week. Not just me and Raymond going, so what would you do this week? Oh, I did this and that, and I ate over here. So um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's our efforts to try and make this the best podcast for you guys, and we really appreciate you guys staying in line and working with us while we're going through all the changes and uh, the best new things coming. So. Thank you very much, and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Yep, thanks, Adamus. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time. Thank you.